Welcome to Change Space, where we explore how God's story is changing our stories, growing stronger and healthier minds and identities for us, transforming our relationships with Him, with ourselves, and each other. I'm your host, Ruth Stephen Kothla, and I'm so excited to discover with you how God's story is changing our stories. I've been thinking a lot about Crossroads since we last met. Let me tell you about a couple of them. Recently, I was talking to someone I care about deeply, giving them some advice that I genuinely heartfelt shared about praying to Jesus concerning a decision this person had to make. As soon as I left the person, I did not consider taking my own advice. Has that ever happened to you where you give advice, good advice to someone else that you yourself don't take, but could have used as well. Thankfully, because I had been talking to this person I cared about, while praying to Jesus to be with me during the conversation, I was still walking with Jesus, even as I started to turn away from him. The Holy Spirit was able to get my attention again. And showed me, Ruth, you're not praying about something you need to pray about in the same way you just told someone else to pray. And having it pointed out to me, I was able to turn my attention to Jesus at that crossroad and start giving him my concerns, my perspective, while asking him to share with me his. Here's a second thing that happened at a crossroad. Soon after this, I found myself in a different conversation where I was experiencing anger, a lot of anger from a lot of pain, some of that pain very, very old. But again, because I had invited Jesus with my attention into my space, Jesus was able to be there with me in my anger. I started talking to Jesus about the anger I experienced Because I was talking with Jesus, the anger, it didn't go away because Jesus was with me, but it did not consume me more. Jesus, with me, as I gave him my attention through prayer and honesty, through prayer, was able to contain the pain and not have it grow even more. Both these examples of a crossroad point to how many crossroads we encounter throughout a day. Moment by moment, we experience opportunity to choose at the crossroad. And When we want Jesus, we're going to have to give him our attention with our time in order to choose him. Not only are we going to want to give him attention with our time, we're wanting to give him honesty with our time. Because what I experienced and what I shared is that prayer has been for me in the past often me talking to myself. 
I'm giving attention to my problem, not Jesus. So Jesus might be right there with me, but I'm not looking at him. I'm not listening to him. I'm listening to myself. I'm looking at myself. I'm looking at my own praying, at my own pain. So genuinely praying is going to be giving attention and focus on Jesus. That's truly praying. Otherwise, I'm just having a conversation with myself. The second thing I realized is that while I'm praying, it does no good for me to hold on to lies that my pain is telling me. For example, when I was angry, my pain was telling me I could justify my anger. I could fall into that trap of self-righteousness where I determine what's good. Not Jesus. So honesty Honesty, when I meet with Jesus, as I give him my attention, allows Jesus to start to show me how my pain is actually destructive in my life and even in the lives of others. When we pray, friends, we want our attention on Jesus so that he can help us move towards honesty in our conversation with him. So as we keep coming to these crossroads, choosing my way or God's way for me, these moment by moment units of time, really, just units of time, they start to change internal space depending on which way I tend to choose more. You know, what is going to direct my choice? It's going to be my attention. So the question becomes, what am I paying attention to the most with my time? Who am I paying attention to the most with my time? Without Jesus, it's going to be pain. Pain is what grabs our attention. It sometimes demands our attention. But when we ask Jesus to help us, help us pay attention to him instead of our pain. He longs to do that and he will right away because Jesus is trying to get our attention on him instead of the pain. And prayer, when we start to practice paying attention to Jesus, even in the pain, it shifts what is happening to the pain It's part of the transformation of pain as we grow identity in Jesus. We need attention on Jesus. We need attention on Jesus that requires our time. We need to start giving time to Jesus if we want to have relationship with Jesus, if we want Jesus to be who we choose when we come to a crossroad. We can't do it without giving him our time. It's necessary for any relationship, including the relationship with God. We need attention on anybody we want to have a relationship with. Can we ever have relationship with someone when we're not giving them our time with our attention and they're not doing the same for us, I think we've experienced those and have not found them to be very satisfying. 
In fact, could it be that as we live such busy lives, we're struggling to give attention to each other as much as we're struggling to give attention to Jesus? Could it be that's why so many of us report being lonely? We don't know how to give our time to what really matters, to give our attention to who really matters. Because in the end, if we want to experience being loved by anybody, including Jesus, we have to give them attention with our time. Attention with our time is what gives us Jesus. When we look to Jesus, it helps us grow healthy relationships with him and from them, that place of attention on Jesus, healthy relationships with each other, with ourselves, because we're being loved and we're experiencing it. We're experiencing being loved by Jesus because we are putting our attention on him. It's such a small thing, our attention, yet it exercises our freedom to choose, our freedom to choose life or death, life, God's way, love, or death, the power that we grasp for to get our own way. I mean, that is the story of Genesis 3. Each choice we make at each crossroad moves us into one of these two directions. And either direction we go starts to shape our identity. Because in the end, friends, what we pay attention to is what we end up worshiping. And what we worship or who we worship forms our identity. And our identity formed from our attention and what and who we worship is actually what tells our story. There are two men who tell us the story, both disciples of Jesus, both men imperfect, both men made mistakes. They were always a part of power struggles that were taking place among the disciples. And yet as the gospels take us to the end of Jesus's ministry and his life, these two men had been making choices at their crossroads over and over again. And those choices ended up determining their life story. Again, what we pay attention to, who we pay attention to, actually starts to write our story. And God is inviting us to let his story change our story so we can have a story with him. That's what he offers everyone. That's what he offered these two men. They were both with him day after day after day. They both betrayed him in his last hours. But one, his choices made sense as he betrayed Jesus because as he was coming to these crossroads, he was paying attention to his own understanding of what Jesus needed to be doing. Instead of paying attention to Jesus, while with him, he started paying attention to himself more at each of these crossroads to where he couldn't hear Jesus or see Jesus. He could not even appreciate being loved by Jesus as Jesus washed his feet before he betrayed Jesus. He was self-righteous. He didn't want Jesus's righteousness. He wanted his way 
And so he justified his way in his self-righteousness. And he chose to betray Jesus. The second man, he too had choices he was making at these crossroads. And he thought he knew himself really well. So when Jesus told him that he was going to be denying Jesus three times, this man couldn't believe Jesus, he thought he knew himself better than Jesus did. He struggled to believe God's word over his own self-understanding. And he ended up doing exactly what Jesus had said he would do. He denied Jesus three times. Both men failed Jesus. But only one man returned to Jesus. Only one man had paid attention to love enough times, at enough crossroads to know who Jesus really was. He paid enough attention to Jesus over himself. He knew love forgives. He knew love calls for someone lost to return home. Only one had given Jesus attention enough times at enough crossroads to start to discover the truth of his character. So he returned, he repented, and he renewed relationship with Jesus. Peter he returned to Jesus. Judas, he, he let his pain dictate his story as he paid attention to himself more than Jesus and he took his own life because he could not see the same truth that Peter saw. It was available for Judas. Jesus would have forgiven Judas. What we do with our attention, it matters that much. We come to a crossroad over and over and over again every day. Over and over again, we're given a choice between life and death. And it's counterintuitive to our own understanding to think our way leads to death. Just like with these two men, their way made sense to them. When we give Jesus more and more of our attention with our time, as we ask him to help us give our attention to him, we start to see that what we perceive isn't reality. It's not based on truth. It's based on lies that come from our pain. Our pain tells us to take a choice at the crossroad that leads to more pain, just like I spoke about in my stories. I could have not gone to Jesus. I could have remained in my anger and grown more anger, pain upon pain. And it was only the fact that I've been asking Jesus to get me to him, to bring me to him with my attention, that things are changing for me because Jesus takes the attention we give him with our time and it starts to change our space, our headspace, our minds, our hearts, our bodies start to change as we experience 
being loved a little bit more each time with our attention on him. The tabernacle of God is symbolized in the Old Testament as God coming to his people because he so longs to be with us, to dwell with us as close as he can get to us, as close as we allow him. In 1 Chronicles 16, the Ark of the Covenant is returned to Jerusalem. And boy, is that a story for another day. But there's joy. There's joy in the invitation that Jesus presents with this ark, that the people are now close to Jesus again. David writes a psalm. It starts in verse 8, but I'm just going to share with us verse 11. Look to the Lord and his strength. Seek his face always. Because friend, that's life. That's love. That's sanctuary. We can grow trusting Jesus with our time when we give him our attention. Let's look for the Lord. Let's seek his strength. Let's seek his face. Let's seek his presence. Let's let's move a little closer to the one who loves us. <laughs>